0: Are live babs how the heck are you thank you for joining me
1: i'm great thank you i'm happy to be here
0: yeah no i'm uh you know it's it's funny because i was trying to think about uh before we started uh before we we like i i saw you know it's like oh i got brunch with babs today. i'm like I started thinking, how the hell did we actually meet? <laughs> I'm like trying to think of how our pages came across each other. I don't really worry about that type of stuff because I know that we probably just follow very similar accounts. And and one of us would have said something that either of us would have agreed with. Um, we're in a very, very interesting time right now. Um so one one thing I'd like to ask, and I don't know you because I, I know you're in Eastern Standard Time. Whereabouts do you live?
1: I live in Boston, Massachusetts.
0: Oh, you're from Boston. Nice. I like it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. I uh, I've yeah. I've always uh, I it's funny because I noticed when we were talking earlier a little bit of a uh, of a accent and I couldn't pinpoint what that was and so we both have our own unique accents you're probably not going to be saying a boot and a and stuff like that but uh you know um that's all that's one of the things that's always i've always found very neat about the united states is that we is there's so many different accents Because you could just, you could go a couple of hours over to New York and you're going to have a few different accents. Whether you go to the Bronx or you go to Manhattan or, you know, and then you've got Southern accents, you've got Midwest accents, you've got surfer, uh, Western accents and stuff. It's, it's just, it's neat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sorry. There's even if you, even if you go ten minutes to another area in Massachusetts, there's a different accent. So
0: yeah, absolutely, there would I be. I agree with you. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I uh, Massachusetts, Connecticut, all of like New England is a is somewhere I really would like to visit. It's a beautiful area, a beautiful piece of of the land, and I would love to come and visit those areas. Uh, so, getting uh, getting right into to our conversation, getting right into brunch. Um, uh, so, you are a, an occupational therapist, a lymphedema mm-hmm. therapist, and a yoga instructor, and you teach adaptive yoga programs for specialized groups. Let's go into these specialized groups. Who are the who's your your specialized groups that you work with?
1: So, I have four different Zoom adaptive yoga programs. I have one for um, adaptive healing hands. So it's a, it's a wrist free yoga class. So anybody with any injuries, I'm one of my specialties right now in occupational is upper extremity orthopedics. So anybody that can't do a normal yoga class, I have a program for that. So that's one of them. And the other is a, an adaptive chair yoga. So Those who can't do floor-based yoga, I teach them chair yoga.
0: Very cool. And then
1: the other two are for individuals with cancer. Thanks. Individuals Mm. with cancer. And then the last one is called living with lymphedema. So it's individuals who have had cancer or who have not, um, but are diagnosed or at risk for lymphedema.
0: Wow. So you have...
1: All the programs, yeah.
0: You're a fairly unique... Uh, career path that you have, and I like that a lot. I respect that. Um, there, you know, it's not everybody has the uh, fortunate ability to have purpose to their career path. So I give you a lot of credit for doing that. What lay? What led you down that career path? Like what? What? what I mean, how? I would guess that you probably started with one thing maybe you were passionate about yoga as well is there is there like a, a time frame it's like a, a have of how this all came about
1: yes yeah, so I started first with the cancer wellness program because my mom when I was in middle school was diagnosed with breast cancer and um, she's luckily a survivor of 15 years that's amazing but, thanks after her diagnosis about three years later she was then diagnosed with lymphedema which is a type of um, accumulation of lymph fluid that happens after surgery that lymph nodes are removed so that fluid gets backed up so Mm. I, I first I became an occupational therapist just because I enjoyed helping people and I and you really can do anything as an OT so and then once my mom was diagnosed with lymphedema and she wasn't really getting the treatment she needed so then i started a new certification um becoming a certified lymphedema therapist yeah so then i helped her and then she's still i i've practiced yoga since college and i've been a teacher since college and i've always loved the benefits mentally and physically um that really helped me so i wanted my mom to do it but she was kind of hesitant at first yeah. and she didn't really want to engage in it. She was nervous. She right. didn't want people to laugh at her. And she was just she mm-hmm. was, she was shy. And she, she was also embarrassed because of the lymphedema. So yeah. she just kind of was not really into going a stu- into a studio. So then when the pandemic happened, I decided to teach virtual yoga. So then I came up with... A program that she was finally able to do because she she's funny she'll say like i can i can do it and nobody watches me and i can fall over and i can like i can make weird noises and yeah. nobody cares because yeah. it's just because that happens in
0: enough. yoga that's just yeah, it happens totally.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. It, yeah people but it's okay because you're at yoga and people go to yoga to, yep. to make i think they go to yoga to make themselves better whether that's Mentored that's the int- emotional
0: that's what that's the intention with yoga that's typically yeah. why people are going to their mats. and um you know it's it's and I mean especially as a uh sorry about that especially as a guy um you know getting into yoga is there you know the the energetic energy all like from what I've seen a lot of times energy and is always all almost always immediately attached to femininity and that's not the case. Energy is neutral and it depends on what gender it goes to, but, and how you perceive that, but, you know, being a guy, you know, go doing yoga and doing energetic things that typically is, what females will do. Uh, so the whole po- I get it. I get this, this, this guard, this block that you can put up for yourself, thinking that everybody else is going to be paying attention to every single thing that you're, they're doing, not realizing that they're either just focusing on what they're doing or thinking the exact same freaking way <laughs> thinking that everybody else and, and if if they're too busy thinking that then they're also too busy to be thinking about what you're doing so don't worry about it <laughs> you know
1: no, I, I totally see that but if we like, kind of go back to the basics and think about just human whether it's male mm-hmm. female anything yep. um non-binary that like, we all are just made up of basically all water yep. and water is energy that's molecules that our energy, yes. so it's so it's basically that that's everyone. Everyone has the ability to change their energy to improve their energy, and yes. I talk a lot about um, chakras in my classes and, and how our bodies are built up of all these energy centers throughout. And mm-hmm. if one area is out of alignment, then it totally affects everything else. So I, yeah, yeah it's I- kind of sad that that you and my mom. And I'm sure millions of people had the thought of that—that that it is for only certain people or isn't. So that's why—that's yeah. kind of the why the reason I made all these programs was to really make yoga accessible for everyone, and and anybody who was shy to trying it or nervous can do it and can feel the benefits. And mm-hmm. I know one of one of the students that I've had for a while. She she's a breast cancer survivor, and she said to me, she was like. Babs, that's that's my nickname. That's what people call me. She was like, Babs, I have spent this past year being like trying to get away from my body. So throughout her cancer treatments, the doctors were treating her body and needed to help her body, but she felt like she was outside of her body. So she said through the yoga practice and through the meditations that we do, she felt like now she was finally in her body and like wanted to be in her body because she saw that once she was back home with herself that she was able to really now have control and control is everything that that's really all we want is to, to feel like we're doing something, that we have full control over. And I think that's one of the things we do have control over.
0: It's, it's funny that you say that and, and you're absolutely right. I'm, and it's, it's funny to me because it's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately because meditation is a big part of my life. You know, when I come into my office every morning, I'll do 24 to 25 minutes of meditation. I try to do, uh, you know, a one minute for every hour of the day, at least. Um, and, but I, I, mean, I myself find when I meditate that I'm not like, I'm definitely not getting to samadhi or you know to that meditative state. I can't astral project yet, uh, but I'm practicing at that. It's something that used to like bother me and think i oh I'll never be able to do that type of thing. I've also had brain injury in the past, so I thought maybe that was like blocking me from it. But uh, the more, you know, the more I practice on it, the more it becomes, uh, the better I get at it. Um, but I did by the getting back to what I think of the, the controlling your mind while also I'm going to frickin stop that. <laughs> um, okay. There we go. Um, controlling your mind while also surrendering everything else. You know, it's, it's a weird thing to try and achieve um, And it's, it's cool though Because what we, we discussed about the collective consciousness um, Before, and you know, you're three time zones away from me And this is exactly like Because we live in such a uh, uncertain time right now uh, very ter- a lot of turmoil, and people ask me, like, "What do we do?" Like because I've I've through all of this, been able to maintain a very positive mindset. I do believe that everything that we're going through right now is part of a bigger plan. I I see how limited in our 3D construct that we are. I would guess that you've heard of 3d to 5d Mm -hmm. (laughs) i know my tribe when 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 i talk to them i know when you when to when to talk about 3d to 5d type of stuff i believe we are going through that process right now and it's exciting that's what keeps me positive that's what makes me excited because i'm excited to go into a time where we think from our hearts instead of thinking from our dysfunctional egoic state because then our our fields our energy energy fields get bigger and that's again that's how you raise the collective consciousness it's very cool to me that you know it, it's funny because i was i i technology is an interesting thing right you know we have the ability to connect and then have a conversation and be like, hey, let's do a podcast. And we're able to, I could throw this live on Facebook right now, too, if I wanted to. That's the beauty of technology. Yet, so, so it allows us to connect unlike ever before. Yet, for in the same respect, we're disconnected more than we've ever been. And so it's just, it's interesting watching us go down that root. but you know you mentioned about how our uh, how our bodies are 70 percent water another epiphany that i've had as of late and it's funny because i just posted in my instagram story this morning about the uh doctor i want to say ashimoto but that's a disease um but he's the doctor that uh <laughs> he's the doctor that did the the free like he froze water in different jars and one says joy and happiness and then like you sh- you see the different formation of crystallization of of the frequency that goes into that water and i see the smile on your face because you know this stuff and it's it's exciting to talk about this stuff with with other people it's a, it, i've realized you know we're 70 percent water the Earth is seventy percent water. The the your umbilical cord com- connected to the placenta looks a lot like the tree of life. Your lungs, the capillaries in your lungs, look like the branches of a tree. I think the biggest mistake humans have made is thinking that we own this planet, when really the planet owns us. We're you know just like we have billions and trillions of cells in our body. We, there's we're the billions of human selves in the on, on the planet, and you know I, I I'm a wild tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> my favorite conspiracy theory is that there is a larger than we realize group of people that are having conversations just like this that are slowly but surely and very and getting into it very quickly. Waking people up And I hate using Waking people up I, I like to say Raising awareness To what's going on Raising awareness To the fact that We're imprisoned Into this Because you know I, I feel like We're going to wake up One day and be like Wow I just had the weirdest dream I was living my life I thought I, I lived in this Dystopian state Where I thought we were, I was free But I traded all of my energy For this weird little piece of paper Just so I could survive And people took this stuff like it was God and like it, it was it's really weird. Anyways, I'm gonna go about my day now. <laughs> Maybe we'll just go back to like a, a you know the way that humans are supposed to live. I don't know. What do you think on that, Bats? I kinda took yeah. took over. I apologize. I do that every now and then.
1: I love it. I love it. It's totally cool. I loved every minute of it. I think that um I have a couple of thoughts, but um, the study that you were talking about is, is Dr. Emoto.
0: Emoto, okay. M-O-T-O. So, okay. That. He's a,
1: Emoto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's... I believe he's a Japanese neuroscientist or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember reading about him a couple of years back, so I might have... I'm not exactly sure what he is, but yeah, I I think he, he did two studies. One was with water and one was with rice. So he put... The, there's like three jars mm-hmm. of water and and of rice and like you said he would the first jar he would say i love you rice i love you water you're the best you're the kindest you're so beautiful and then the second jar he said i hate you you're ugly you smell you stink and then the third jar i believe he just left alone mm-hmm. and he did that every day for a month and then he for the water he Um, froze it and then he sliced a little piece of the ice and put it under a microscope and the ice the water that he said I love you I love you I love you too that became this like beautiful crystallized like snowflake formation and then the jar that he was saying I hate you I hate you that was like this mangled kind of like zigzaggy like not put together kind of formation and the one that he left alone same thing it was just kind of mangled and but that yeah. is it's and then with the rice he did the same thing and then the rice it was like the smell and like the, oh. the way it molded and the way it like interesting yeah, it, yeah. i have I've, so I've i've
0: wonderful. seen the the water one um many times and uh i should know more about that because i am bobby Bouchain. i am the water boy so i should probably have that one dialed in here but uh, it's just one of those ones where i I, it's a it's a visual study um and i've and i you know i've seen that many times and i said it was it happened to pop up for me to share today and i thought that was really cool i've never seen the rice one though and that is interesting to me i mean you you know uh, that Nikola Tesla will tell you that uh, if you want to figure out the universe, think in terms of vibration and frequency. Um, I think it's a, it's a coding thing, really. Uh, that's why numbers are so important because every language be can be changed and manipulated, but you know, numbers are universal, right? And that's why three, six, nine, the Tesla numbers are are important. And I'm still learning all about that, and it's I'm learning about it, and it's neat type of way uh but i'll tell you this the more i do stuff like that the more my energy gets put out into the universe and the more i connect with my tribe uh Mm -hmm. you know i just connect with people that i can actually have these open conversations with so
1: i think it's powerful it is it is extremely There's there's one other story or study that I'll have to, you'll have to ask me for the citation. I don't quite remember who this is, where this is, but it's in my brain. So um, there was a school and there were, the school bought two plants. So they put them in both corners of the room mm-hmm. and the teacher said, all right children, you have to go over to that plant in that corner and tell it how much it's gonna grow and feed it all the good energy you possibly can. And then go to that plant and say, Again, that negative energy, mm-hmm. that really not kind, like toxic energy towards that one. The Both plants had the same sunlight, fed the same, watered the same. Yep. But the plant that the children loved and sent all the good energy to blossomed and, and got better and they could see the buds coming. Mm-hmm. And the one that had all that negative energy died. essentially died and, and shriveled
0: that's it's it's
1: it's powerful it's
0: very interesting and to me it's also very believable because one of my other products is also 5g ready emf protection and again that comes down to frequency i've seen similar studies of plants sitting beside that i have seen that study that you talk about though um and i very much believe it um again we we've we've spent a lot of time Judging and criticizing each other uh, Which transmutes into negative energies and frequencies Um, We've done this for decades upon decades Uh, We've also gone years and years and generations and generations on, On and on without dealing with generational trauma and that is, can as you know translate very easily and manifest into physical uh illness very quickly um or it can do it over time uh and either way point is deal with your shit before it it starts uh, manifesting in you in a physical form um so what 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 can you say towards that I like I said that generating you know um, shadow work and trauma healing goes hand in hand with a good yoga practice. So is that something that you focus on?
1: Yeah, totally. It's so with the programs that I have, we meet once a week for 6 weeks and we it's I think as human beings, too, we want that connection. So this is a lot of times the first time people are like, wow, they are going through the exact same thing I am. Like, And it just gives them that boost of like, hey, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. So I think that's our one of our biggest fears is feeling something that you think you're the only one feeling it yep. or that nobody else can relate. And I think that's what's most powerful. Sometimes I just sit back and let the participants really take take over and take control because they learn so much from one another from past experiences I have in the class it's the class right now living with lymphedema it's individuals who are at risk or diagnosed with lymphedema so they either have been just diagnosed or they've been a survivor like my mom for 15 years so it's this huge spectrum of struggles and of triumph and of victories and of pain. So it's very it's very collaborative and they, it's a community that's being built with, with each of the programs and, and that's what I'm really hoping to do through my resource page and my YouTube channel is to connect with these people and I, and I think that is having that connection of like, hey yeah, this is, this is here for you. It's, it's helpful. It is like to the core helpful. <laughs>
0: I'm going to recommend I'm going to introduce you to a good friend um, Of mine Her name's Andrea She runs a uh, Her page is Love Club Dre um, As it's D-R-E um, And she does Tapping So EFT tapping And yeah, yeah. She Came into my office a couple of weeks ago And we sat down and we're talking about uh, and she mentioned exactly what you just mentioned. This is why I'm going to introduce you guys to to each other because this is, we're all part of the same tribe, and I feel like you guys would would connect. Um, but she mentioned community. Community is something that's a word that Enough. has just been in the forefront of my mind lately, along with the words like uh, like sovereignty, um, free will, uh, you know, things like that. But community is a big one. Uh, I, that's what we need right now, is community. Uh, and, and not any of this, the, the fake communities, none of the, the facades. Like, we need actual communities of people that... You mentioned another thing, connection. That's, you know, I, 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 with, with this whole mess over the last two years, the lack of connection has increased through the roof. And that's where I don't I don't agree with the whole meta and metaverse that they're trying to come in with because that's just gonna be that's the last bit of connection to like my good friend of mine shared shared a video with me of a, of a glove that was created for metaverse that allowed you to actually feel the digital virtual things that you're grabbing and i'm like i just i replied with the smack my head emoji because it's like you don't get it you don't see where this is going Uh, and i mean it's been on this way for quite some time now i mean i run a pain relief business um named swift pain relief and we sell fda and health canada approved stem devices to help you treat the pain without the use of drugs recover from the injuries causing you pain and prevent future injuries by increasing muscle performance but um oh i totally just derailed myself wow that's so weird i'm gonna listen back to this i'm like okay yeah i know where you're going with this I know, <laughs> and then just gone um connection It'll, oh, you... yeah, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll end up coming back, coming back to me. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of, wow, I, my,
1: <laughs> I think you were, you were talking about connection. So you were talking about how it, in this past couple of years, it, our connection oh, yep. has been lost. Awesome. You're back. You got, did I get you back on track? <laughs>
0: Not really, actually, because I remember <laughs> I remember where I w- got derailed, but I didn't. Really, I can't remember where I was going with the point. I apologize for this. I apologize to anybody listening to this.
1: <laughs> I hope they get. I hope they get a good laugh I hope so too. Because to. I'm like, <laughs>
0: yes, we do need to. We do need to laugh. We need to breathe, and they, you know, a lot of people aren't laughing anymore because. Uh, because of the situation that we're in. Yeah, I think it it did. It was all in relation to the connection, because we mentioned her er, earlier about how you know you're in Boston and we're connected, but we're not connected. You know.
1: Yeah. I feel I like that's, uh, because a good point.
0: Well, it's different too, because we are you know because I, I I see this type of technology coming forward with us in the future just done in a better way that's less addictive, if you will, or or harmful. I mean, I think addiction will go away a lot of a lot of addiction will go away because I think in five D you start to take responsibility for for your actions and stuff. And I'm not when I say addiction I'm not talking about two substances. I'm talking about to technology, to uh you know, to well, I mean they Partially substances, uh, but I think that there's a huge issue with men being addicted to porn. Um, mm-hmm. I know that that does go to women as well, but mostly men. They're, and you know they're they're going for you know quick, quick dopamine releases when they're not realizing that's what's preventing from. Preventing consistent dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin levels being created in your body Um, So, you know, as we recognize all of these things It clears out our energy fields So it allows for a virtual conversation like this But it also still allows for an energetic connection because our, our chakras are, are cleared and, and our energy centers in our physical body are working properly so that the Taurus field is big and they can, it can connect. Um, and so I do see, you know, while everything that we see in the world right now is an absolute disaster, um, I believe that it's, it's all going to come together. Um, and it's a disaster because there's people like us, I consider you, I don't know if you consider yourself this to be one, but you are a light worker. Um, and there's a funny thing about shining your light. It shows that it sh- shines light on all the darkness that's around us. And so we're just in the uncomfortable spot of seeing all this darkness Now we process it, allow, you know, remove old old programs that no longer serve our higher purpose and replace them with better upgraded programs that do serve our higher purpose from a heart based, you know, a heart centered base. You know, it's it's I do see a lot of good coming.
1: I do, too. I do, too. I think and it's there's no harm in thinking this way. There's no harm in thinking Definitely. that something good's around the corner. And again, in that uncomfortable, awful state comes comfort and comes more healing and comes more yes. energy. So yes. it, I think that's, I think we can say that in a small little scale of things. And yep. we can, like, that's, if my mom, what hadn't been diagnosed with breast cancer, got lymphedema, I wouldn't be helping hundreds of people. every day so it's it's really yeah we it's helpful to think in that way
0: absolutely absolutely i mean my i had that same conversation with Corey because cory uh he is now a you know stage two reiki practitioner um and he was addicted to drugs uh, a few years ago you know And, and he recognizes he has complete and total gratitude for his addiction because it led him to where he is now. Once you start understanding that living in the life of gratitude, I do believe things get a lot better. And and so, I mean, I'm really happy that there are people like you that are helping the process. And, and that's what it is. It's a process. Everything that you go through in life whether it's, it's dealing with Ill, an illness or dealing with trauma of some sort, it's a process. And, you know, it's, it's sad that we've come accustomed to the, you know, instant gratification and get things now. But you, again, you nailed something that I have said a lot as of late is you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because that's because getting uncomfortable is the only way you'll get comfortable, and, and that's it's just the way it is. It, you growth doesn't come in a comfortable manner. Rarely, rarely does it ever. You know, and, I mean, good growth. Because I start right. thinking about it from a physical aspect, I'm like, "Hey, you could sit there and eat foods that make your brain think that they're good, and slowly but surely get bigger." But that's not the, that's not the way you want to get bigger. So <laughs> you know, whereas it, I meant it from a, I, I, there was a point in my life where I was very much into powerlifting, um, and that's so when I think of getting you know, relating it to that fuck it was painful getting stronger <laughs> you know it's painful getting stronger cuz you you have, you have to tear things and let them let them repair tear it all down and let it build back up you know my my i got married a couple months ago and now my wife and i are thank you uh, are doing we do these 30 minute workouts after work and they and they kick the absolute shit out of me it's crazy and it's and it's done by a yoga instructor, mm-hmm. uh, and like and so I'm like you know, the the guy that used to live deadlift five hundred pounds. I've got these fifteen pound dumbbells, and I'm like sweating like crazy. I'm like holy shit, I'm like right. this is crazy, but it's 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 good. It's the it's the it's a you get get over it. You get over the uncomfortableness of it. And it took a few weeks for me to get over that. But now, again, you know, once you do, you, you love it. You love right. that 30 minutes of, of kicking the shit out of yourself because you know the results that you get from it. And so, I mean, that's that's my only message is just keep going forward. Nobody knows. Nobody knows where this is going to go. And, and I think the way that we're handling it. You know, you could you you could say it's looking at the world through rose colored glasses all you want. Mm. It's not. I see the evil and the ugliness out there. I'm patiently waiting for us to break through. That's a little bit different. There's a lot of so-called light workers out there that will will just talk about all the, you know, the fluffy stuff, but not you know, are aren't necessarily willing to do the work to get themselves out of it. And I know right out the gate that you're not that type of person because you have made some programs that are very accommodating to the people that would use that excuse. You're you're taught, you know, if you're if your range of motion is limited to the point of two of the Zoom groups that you teach, mm-hmm. you're not mentally you have to be extremely strong to be up, you know, have it in you to to take care of it on your own. Or even go into one of your classes. So I I applaud you in a big way for creating this to to give that give your groups that uh, take away that feeling of being alone Because that's the worst part Right now And, and I, you know it's, it's uh, I, I think a lot of us Maybe experience that In one way shape or form And My recommendation with all of it Is just to feel every feeling that you're having Don't try and block things The more you try and block things The worse it will get You can't block energies Let them flow through you Analyze them, and that will get you to the root of your belief system, and that will lead you on a path to where you can actually change. I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. how can people find you on Instagram? Because I am very excited to see your YouTube page, but I know we met on Instagram. So, why don't you drop some, uh, your handles so that people that are, listening to this uh can check it out
1: sure on instagram facebook and youtube and email it's all balance with babs and babs is spent spelt b-a-b-z for us
0: canadians that's b-a-b-z <laughs> uh, but hey, that uh, all to the point of how the how languages can be manipulated. But a four to me is a four to you. Um, right. But uh, no, that's that's awesome. You've made it very easy for people to find you, um, and it, and so you. I would just, I would guess that you have clients all over the world then because you do your stuff online. Yeah. So there is no limitations.
1: Right, right. And where I live in Boston, it's very well known for their medical care at Dana-Farber for their cancer. Oh, okay, yep. Also do have patients from all over in clinic. Yeah, from online and from Instagram, just reaching out to people too. I've made a lot of connections, and I really encourage anybody who's listening, if they have wrist injuries, arm injuries, um, if they can't do a normal yoga practice, if they have had cancer, currently have cancer or lymphedema, to reach out to me and and join one of our groups and and really it starts with just being a self advocate and and knowing that you are you're worth you're worth more. So you you really deserve this and you deserve to be helped and you deserve to be heard. And so I would just really above all just encourage people to. Reach out and and know that they're not alone and that they can they can heal and they can get better through the right things.
0: There is such a pure energy of love that came through when you were saying that. And Mm -hmm. that is awesome. Uh, I I truly love what I do because I'm able to help people and I feel that exact same energy uh, from you. And that that's awesome. The world needs more people like you. I appreciate you taking the time to to well listen to me ramble, but also uh, <laughs> uh, but also have a little co- conversation on here so that I can put this out into the interweb, into the world. Put this energy out there so people can find it, find you, uh and, and find their purpose, fi- find their find their self-worth.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm
0: and uh so again thank you very much for for having this chat with me and uh and balance with babs please check that out on youtube facebook and instagram and uh hang on for a second but i'll uh, i'll just play my outro tune and and stop the recording uh i'm usually a little bit more prepared for this but (laughs) there we go